Get excited, it's our annual year in review edition of the program. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We just landed the largest economic development project in the history of our state. This half hour, a look back at our year's most memorable moments and newsmakers. Look at them go! I don't regret anything I did on that day. Kansas doesn't have a brand. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it! God has a plan. Doesn't always work on our timeline. I don't care who you are or where you come from, you gotta love a comeback story, don't you? Voters in the traditionally conservative, solid red state of Kansas overwhelmingly protecting the right to abortion. I am so proud of Kansas right now. I was absolutely surprised, and I have no explanation. When I leave here, it is because it's time. The timing is right. <laughs> Also coming up, we remember the lives we lost this year, and we break out the crystal ball to predict what you can expect in this brand spanking new year called 2023. I love this dude right here, baby. This is my dog. Fighting. We keep fighting, baby. Week in Review is made possible through the generous support of AARP Kansas City, RSM, Dave and Jamie Cummings, Bob and Marlise Gorley, the Courtney S. Turner Charitable Trust, John H. Mize and Bank of America N.A., co-trustees, and by viewers like you. Thank you. Hello, I'm Nick Haynes. Get ready for laughter, tears, astonishing insight, and heartwarming stories. Yes, it is the highlight of the public television calendar. No, we're not showing a Downton Abbey Christmas special or a Ken Burns binge-a-thon. No, this is even better. We're pouring through the last 12 months here in our metro in quiz show style. With us on this Yuletide romp are Dana Wright, 50% of Dana and Parks, 2 to 6 on KMBZ Radio. Across town and with a much earlier wake-up call is Pete Mundo, who tracks our local news weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KCMO Talk Radio. Soon to be out the door, but at least for a few days longer, still at the Kansas City Star, Dave Helling, and also around the cozy confines of our Yuletide table, the best-dressed man in Kansas City media from the Call newspaper, uh, Eric Wesson, is with us. Thank you all, by the way, for joining us on our sleigh ride. Our first stop <laughs> is a multiple-choice question of all the stories making news in Kansas City over this past year. Which story had the greatest impact on our metro? Now, before we answer, here are some options for you to jog your memory. Having lived through the nagging disappointment and frustration associated with the labels unaccredited, this moment is surreal. We celebrate now, we roll our sleeves up, and we got to get back to work. Was it the Kansas City School District that gained full accreditation after 20 years, then loses its superintendent and announces a massive school closing plan? Was it Kansas City being picked to host the World Cup, Kansas voters rejecting the value them both amendment, or the big Kansas mystery company that turns out to be Panasonic and a $4 billion project to build electric vehicle batteries in Johnson County? It was the year Missouri legalized marijuana and the year Kansas City lost its largest private employer as Cerner sells to Oracle and shutters its world headquarters. Alrighty, Dave Helling, did you pick one of those stories or something completely different? I came close, Nick. Uh, remember the category greatest impact? It's not just the biggest story, That's but greatest exactly impact. Right. Exactly right. I wrote down the Kansas abortion vote, but more broadly, the turning of Johnson County from the Republican Party to the Democratic Party over time, if that holds, and that's a big if, but if it holds, 
uh, Democrats having control not just of uh, uh, the county government, but city governments as well, will have a great impact on the metro area. That's the most important development. What did you put down, Dana? This one got in right under the wire, and I mean right under the wire within the last uh, week or so. I chose the greatest impact, certainly, that this will have on everybody, and I think nationwide, is the independent schools announcing they are going to a four-day week. If you look at the news cycle on that and the ink that was spilled over that, people all over the country are watching independence. They are the largest school district so far to say we're cutting back to four days. It's not about money for the teachers. It's about time. They are looking at independence as the model, and other teachers in other districts are looking at independence now going, now, wait a minute, maybe I want to go work over there. If this is successful in independence, I will see this reverberate in 2023 across the entire country. I think we start seeing schools go to but, four days. But if they all go to four days, will, will we also get to the point, well, to get a, a competitive advantage, they'll have to go to three days? Or two. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll do that at work first and all we'll right, see how it works right. out. Pete, what did you put down as the story with the greatest impact in 2022? Well, the impact to me is it's a national story that impacts, I think, what Dave was talking about, and that is the overturning of Roe its impact on value them both, and then its impact too on, I think, the Sharice Davids race as well. I think that, that that national ruling, obviously, had a huge impact in everything we saw in Kansas politics over the last four or five months. Eric. I put uh, the increase for Kansas City, Missouri Police Department from 20% to 25% done on a statewide ballot initiative. So people in Joplin, people in Springfield, down in the Boot Hill decided that we in Kansas City need to pay our police department more money. Well, you get the next question first, Eric, okay, and you're going to complete this sentence for me. <laughs> the news story Kansas City would most like to forget in 2022 was blank. Oh, I put on that one uh, some of the November elections. Uh, those commercials, the things that people said about each other, and how grimy it seemed like it was as it got closer to the election day. Dave. Put down two things. First, Mission Gateway. Drive by that site sometime. <laughs> And just want that story to go away. Yeah. I mean, it's just to wish it away if you can. So I think that's important. The other thing is, and I want to say this carefully, I think we spent far too much time in 2022 talking about transgender athletics. I know for people who are involved in that directly, it's very important, and I don't want to diminish that. But for the vast majority of citizens, it's kind of a non-issue, and yet it showed up time and again on your yeah. television screen this summer and fall, and I think that, that wearied a lot of people. Dana. Uh, the reaction to the Brittany Griner release is what I want to forget. Uh, since when, as Americans, do we not celebrate the return of a kidnapped American? Uh, that is when she is a woman, she is black, and she is gay. And what a stain and an embarrassment the reaction to her release has been, uh, not just in the United States, but I would argue globally. Hopefully in Kansas City, too, so it would make it a local story. Yeah. <laughs> Pete. I guess my colleagues are not upset about the ED commercials that are all back then. I don't know. I mean, either way, um, I'd like to forget, and I don't know how many other Kansas Cityans are with me, value them both the way that went crashing down by 20-some-odd points. Um, a lot of Good folks worked hard on that, obviously didn't turn their way, and it was a total blowout, and I'd like to forget it, Nick. Well, next up, Dana, a multiple-choice question for you, and it's our Person of the Year. Zine just named Ukrainian leader Volodymyr Zelensky its Person of the Year. If I was picking Kansas City's Person of the Year, I would choose... 
Patrick Mahomes, the city's unifier-in-chief and still the most popular personality in our metro, or Governor Laura Kelly defying the odds to win re-election and now being heralded as a national model for how Democrats can get elected across the country, or Chris Kobach, the comeback kid who defied arguably even greater odds to become the next Kansas Attorney General. Or is it John Sherman going bold in unveiling a $2 billion stadium in downtown baseball village? Or Dave Helling, who retires after more than 40 years in journalism? All righty, Dana, my personal, you, you get to do the cover now. Person, personal person of the year is always Dave Helling. Mahomes is always the baseline person of the year. This year, it has to be John Sherman. I've been saying on this very program, build, baby, build. How many years have I sat here and said, build, baby, build? I do think he will end up changing Kansas City's skyline for the better uh, in the most impactful way since probably Kay Barnes. Yes, yes. Get that stadium downtown. I cannot wait. I have to say, of all of the, we asked our viewers this, and that was the number one choice and we had people like John Zimmerman thank you for writing in saying this could have a generational impact so oh, yeah. that was the but was that your person of the year no, Pete? it was not Nick. okay and if I picked Dave I'd have people outside the studio with pitchforks okay. so I can't right. do it to him but anyway All I'm gonna go would be. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, Quentin Lucas think about this all, all right. right he is going into 2023 with zero competition in the mayor's race this is a guy who promised to get murders under 100 a year. We're heading towards uh, a year that's going to be the second highest homicide rate in city history. It doesn't really get any attention. Um, and he's done a good job building up a, a base, and he's got a huge, huge fund to, to run his campaign with, and he's got no competition for mayor. So uh, he had a really good year from that standpoint. So you've had uh, Quinta Lucas, John Sherman. Did you pick somebody else, Eric? I picked somebody else. I picked Calvin Wainwright, and I stole the concept from Dave. Who, he was a <laughs> Tell close, us who Calvin close, Wainwright close, is. Close, uh, second. Uh, Calvin Wainwright was a community activist leader in the black community. He worked with kids with basketball. He was a mentor. He was a positive mental person uh, around. He was a minister. His wife was a minister. He died. He had some health issues died but he was by far he had the largest funeral of anybody I've ever seen in Kansas City uh, let me just first say that putting my name on the same list with Patrick Mahomes is appropriate <laughs> just appropriate that's the best way to put it actually <laughs> he said the same thing to yes, us yes, that he was no. on the same list as you no, I, I'm, Dave Helling's retirement is the most overreported story of all time I think <laughs> a couple of things we always use I try to use this segment Nick to talk about people we've lost and that includes Charlie Wheeler the former mayor, the transitional political figure of the 1970s, really, in Kansas City, although his service continued for decades after that. Lynn Dawson, of course, the great quarterback and great broadcaster. We forget that sometimes. But he was an amazing journalist as well as being a great football player. And then my boss, Michael Lindenberger, who passed away unexpectedly uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he was new to Kansas City. He was going to make an impact, and he'll be missed. You have a very crowded Time Magazine yes, Person of the Year it cover because you've got all those people off, to thank. All right. Fill in the blank for us. The biggest winner in Kansas City in 2022 was blank. The biggest winner was the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. They got a raise with virtually doing nothing different than they've done the last six, seven, 10, or 15 years. Dana. The, the biggest winner, I'm sorry, promo code Dana, is the state of Kansas legalizing sports betting by far. Uh, $160 million bet in the first month. All of that's gonna go to some mystery um, sports enhancement. And if you look at the numbers rolling in, wow, 
Kansas got it done. Missouri did not. Kansas is the biggest winner. Laura Kelly. Kansas, by the way, has made $5.25 in revenue from sports gambling. You need to sort of pick that up a little bit. Uh, the winner was obvious. Dennis Pyle, the independent who ran for mm. Kansas governor, may well have cost Derek Schmidt the election. Uh, so, yeah, he's a big winner. I also put down Mike Kelly in Johnson County, the new county chair. That's, a, that's an important job for a, a person who's an up-and-comer on the scene. And then Tony Lutkemeyer, who's the guy who pushed all of this uh, right. uh, police, police funding yeah. Uh, yeah. on the state, he actually was able to cram down his vision of policing on the citizens of Kansas. Did you want to do another one now yes. that you have the chance, yes, Pete? I I'm ready some. to go. It's I'm the biggest one. winner. The biggest winner is Sharice Davids. Look at that race. A lot of people had it being pretty close in the third district. She blew it out by 12 points, larger than her margin two years ago. It resulted in me having to run a naked lap around the uh, radio station, too. So I'm a loser. She's a winner. And, and as a Christmas gift, on. we're not going to replay that video for you on the show. Dave Helling, complete Very this nice. sentence. The person who lost the most in Kansas City this year was blank. Uh, Missouri, Eric Greitens, who uh, ran for the Senate and uh, even uh, earned this quasi-endorsement of Donald Trump. And he finished well out of the money. Let's hope Eric Reitens is gone from our political community permanently. Dana. Um, it, it has to be the Kansas City, Kansas Police Department and the um, international mm. horrifying debacle that is former Detective Roger Golubsky. They are going to have to go back and look at every single case that detective ever touched. It's going to cost millions. Uh, he is accused of raping poor black women, accused of paying off sex traffickers. Um, it... it it is a story that needed to be in the headlines decades ago. Uh, where has the Justice Department been? I think the feds are finally here on this. Props, by the way, to KCUR, to the Kansas City Star, to the pitch. All of that work, I do believe, led to this point and his, finally, his two indictments in that case. Eric. The Kansas City called newspaper building. We were on the list to get $600,000 from the city for the rebuild KC money that they got, government money, through the COVID. We were on the list to get that, and suddenly we vanished off the list, they said, because uh, the computer went through because they re removed the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. They said that the computer removed everything that had Kansas City on it. But it kept the Kansas City Crime Commission and it kept the Kansas City Health Department. So as a result, so you, you, were, the we biggest, are, you were the biggest loser. We're getting donations. Perhaps you can get that money back when you open your new newsstand at the new airport. Isn't that happening? And it's going to no. have the Kansas City Coal name on it? Yes, but that's a separate entity than the building. The building's Alrighty. a nonprofit. We're fixing that on donations from older people that are sending five twenty-five dollar and fifty dollar checks in to help us fix that building. Pete, who did you put down, or which organization even, as the biggest loser in 2022? I don't think they're an organization, but you know we got back to school this year finally. Everyone's back in the classroom. How about the all the pedophiles, alleged pedophiles, in all these classrooms? Olathe Northwest, Belton Substitute Teacher, Shawnee Mission North Center. Uh, I'm glad these people all got busted, but the idea that these folks are creeping around our classrooms and our kids is disturbing. Dana Wright, a fill-in-the-blank question for you. The most over-reported story in our Metro this year was blank. <laughs> Man, I got to go with Taylor Swift tickets and who got them and who didn't. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, if you were in that line 10 hours trying to get tickets for the holidays for your family, I am sorry for you. The wider implication of that story is 
Ticketmaster is a monopoly. It needs to be broken down. Everyone likes to go to concerts. Whether you love her or you hate her, the system needs to be changed. Get the bots out of that system. The most overreported story, Eric? Tyreek Hill leaving the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, you got interviews still going on. We're 14 weeks into the season, and every time you watch a Chiefs game, one of the commentators <laughs> mentioned Tyreek. If they had Tyreek Hill, if Tyreek Hill was here, <laughs> he's still doing interviews. It's gone. It's water under the bridge. Let it go. <laughs> Anything soccer, World Cup, Casey yes. Current Stadium, oh, oh. anything. Let me, and let me give you numbers. My numbers back it up here. 26 million Americans watched the World Cup final last weekend, right? 26 million. The first Sunday night football game of the year, Buccaneers, Tom Brady, Dallas Cowboys, 24 million. People are not as into soccer in this country as the diehard soccer fan insists. It's overblown. We're now embedded with an organization like FIFA that you can't trust, and uh, there's going to be issues there. Thank and corruption. All right, Dave. So we should tell Pete, by the way, the teams in the World Cup were France and Argentina. It's not exactly like a local <laughs> game. Good Lord. Soccer staples. Oh, Pete. Go. Soccer staples. Uh, we'll talk to you later, <laughs> At buddy. At least that's what I get told. Most overreported right. story is the Chiefs going to Kansas. I think mm. that people are really yeah, focused on that. I just don't think that's a possibility. And by the way, sports gambling in Kansas isn't going to pay the freight, not even close, <laughs> if it happens. Alrighty, Eric, complete this sentence for us. The most underreported story of the year was blank. Missing black women uh, mm. in the metropolitan area. Uh, it got some recognition and some footage uh, as the numbers grew, but that was way in September and October. So black women coming up missing is the, probably the most underreported story Dana. in the city. By 2030, adults age 65 and older are going to outnumber children. We keep hearing this term peak 65. If you've not heard about it, look it up. Peak 65 is going to hit in 2023, 2024, where more people will be turning 65 than at any other time. We do not have long-term care facilities. We do not have enough saved. We do not have the infrastructure for that wave that is about to hit. One half of U.S. households are projected to be at risk for not having saved enough mm. for retirement. That is going to affect all of us. It's coming. This a, and, and on January 1st, a baby born on January 1st has a 50% chance of living to 100. Who's going to look after all of these folks yes. that we're going to be and, having? And who's, who's going to pay for it? Absolutely. Pete. Actually, piggybacking off of uh, Dana, there are 7 million able-bodied men between 25 and 54 out of the workforce. It is a continuing problem. It was a problem pre-COVID. It's gotten worse post-COVID. Uh, you know, these are people that are not having families, not getting jobs, and, and that's a societal problem that has to be addressed. And what was your underreported story, Dave? Well, I, I had several uh, candidates, but I'm going to go with the water crisis in Kansas. I think that there's been some great work, by the way, by public uh, media uh, in Kansas City and other places uh, talking about the drought in western Kansas. But we are not immune to a, a water sh a shortage in the Kansas City region. We, as the climate changes, we need to do a much better job of paying attention to those uh, challenges in water. Well, Dave, you go first on the next question, which we're actually calling Pick a Gift. It sounds simple enough. You are responsible for giving a gift to one metro area public figure this holiday season. But who would receive the gift? And when he or she hastily uh, breaks open that wrapping paper, what would the gift be? Okay, first a box of chocolates for Nick Haynes, the, the person who gathers the feast. He deserves uh, the applause of the entire Thank community. You, and second, Good luck charm for Stacy Graves, the new police chief in Kansas City, Missouri. 
She's going to need every bit of luck to, that she can get to try and get her hands around uh, this department and its problems in the community. She will not be helped by the Board of Police Commissioners, which is the worst organization performing an oversight function that I've seen in 45 years as a journalist. It was an outstanding pick. First female fire chief, first female police chief. Bravo, Kansas City. My gift is for every male politician from small town Kansas and Missouri all the way to Washington, D.C., I gift you a no trespassing sign. Stay out of my uterus. <laughs> Pete. Well, my colleagues are cheap. I'm giving a $48,000 check to Jean Peters Baker, which covers three years of law school at UMKC. Send her back to law school, learn how to prosecute criminals. We talk about, you know, the problem in this town, and, you know, we want to blame the police department, the board of police commissioners, Mayor Lucas, having a soft on crime prosecutor. Send her back to law school. Eric. The one that I would give a gift to, it would be Patrick Mahomes, and I would gift him an offensive line so that he doesn't have to run around in the <laughs> backfield because his tackles are letting people get through the offensive line. That might be a more expensive <laughs> gift than yours, Pete. Yeah, Coming up next, we break out the crystal ball to get our panelists' predictions on what we can expect together in this year called 2023. But before we do, let's take a quick look back at how well our panelists did uh -oh. in forecasting uh -oh. the future last year. We are going to pick an outsider uh, for Kansas City Police Chief Nick. There's no question about it. True or false? Sharice Davids loses re-election in GOP wave. False. Wow. She'll win. Derek Schmidt ousts Laura Kelly as governor of Kansas. I think true. I think true. It's a Republican year. It's a Republican state. True or false? Eric Greitens is elected U.S. Senator in Missouri. True. <laughs> true. Yes. Yeah. Don't go to sleep on Vicki Hartsburg. True or false? Casey Royals drop plans for downtown ballpark. Clearly false. not, Dave. Wow. Oh. True or false? <laughs> they really want it. We move forward with East-West streetcar line. True. True. Thanks. The Kansas City <laughs> star ceases printing edition it becomes online only newspaper. No! True! Uh, no. I'm gonna keep saying it. Dave, Dave, we didn't they're, get they're no response to that. No, it falls. All righty, so based on those answers, you may want to take our panelists' predictions with a pinch of salt or perhaps a barrel of salt, but here goes. Pete Mundo, complete the sentence. I don't own a crystal ball, but if I did, this is what I'd see happening in our metro in 2023. Quint Lucas has a great 2023, gets re-elected. March Madness is here, new airport terminal. Uh, there's going to be World Cup conversations. Well, maybe downtown baseball. He is going to have himself an outstanding 2023. Dana. Uh, I don't have a crystal ball, but I do think that airport's going to open. I think we should name it after a dead person. My only thing in 2023, if you are going to name the airport, name it after someone who has passed. Naming living buildings after living people has not worked out well in the history of either state. Two things. Eric Schmidt uh, swears in in the United States Senate and will take remedial high school education programs on uh, the Constitution and the way our government works because he clearly doesn't understand that now. The other thing is I think one incumbent on the Kansas City Council will lose his or her reelection race. Ooh. Ooh. Eric. I'm going to differ with Dana but agree uh, naming the airport but my choice would be Sly James. All other mayors I think except for Kay Bournes 
have something in the city that's named after them. So I would say name it after Sly. He worked hard what, what to get about, that. What uh, about Ma Mayor Mark Funkhauser, <laughs> International Airport? Okay. He doesn't have anything named after him. Those metal plates that he had removed when there was a hole in the street, we can name that after him. All righty. I like the parking garage. <laughs> yeah, the parking garage. All right, garage. before we end our show, it's a fast-paced true or false round until the buzzer blows. True or false, in 2023, Kansas City voters approve a new downtown ballpark. False. False. Oh. False, but they should. Gonna, you don't think it's going to happen? I don't True. think there'll be a vote. Not in 2023. But they said, we could do it. They, could, they said they could do it in August. Well, of course, the yeah. Royals don't believe in okay. reality. They have a lot of things they have All to right, do. All right, that's surprising. All righty. True or false, in 2023, Kansas City begins construction on a new streetcar line to the stadiums. False. 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 Wow, a... okay, you're a hard crowd. True <laughs> or false, in 2023, Kansas lawmakers finally approved medical marijuana. True. You've always said they were going to be the very last. There's two other states there's, haven't there's done it. There's too much money in it, and they're looking across the state line going, oh, look at that. They'll do it. All righty. True or false, a stunner in the mayor's race as Quinton Lucas draws a last-minute high-profile challenger. False. Oh, nobody false. there. False. Oh, nobody? Nobody. He's still got time. It can still nope. happen. It's got to wait four years, and it's an open seat. People will wait for yeah. that uh, uh, opportunity. All right. True or false. All right, he is running, and Clay Chastain <laughs> says he will, and uh, he may have a shot at this. True or false, Josh Hawley says he won't run, but former Kansas Congressman Mike Pompeo makes it official. He is running for president. True. True. And Josh Hawley will, will run. run. He said he won't. No, from one no. side of the Capitol to the other. Okay. Uh, right. that, that he'll run like that, but he won't run for president. All righty. <laughs> True or false, Jason Kander makes his return to politics as he announces he's running for governor. False. False. I think that's false as well. You right. do? Yeah. Yes. I, he, he obviously has a role to play and a voice, Nick. Yes. But I don't think it's an elective office. It's a difficult thing running for office. People don't understand that. And I just don't think that's how he can contribute or wants to contribute. False, 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 false. In 2023, true or false, Emmanuel Cleaver announces he will not seek re-election to Congress. False, false, false. Really? False, yeah. How long does he want to be there? Long as he can be there. And he's not. Now he he's going to be in the minority. It's not as much fun. As he feels that he's making a difference. Yeah. And as someone told me, as very as close as to him, he wouldn't know what else to do. Yeah. He wouldn't know something well, else. Well, the to other do. thing to keep in mind about the Rev is he can use the revenue. I mean, he, you know, it pays $175,000 a year. It's a pretty good deal. All righty. And true or false, the Kansas City Star ceases its print edition and becomes a strictly online Why newspaper. Do you keep bringing that up. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. No, no, no. I True. Think, uh, I, Dave, you're now freer. Well, right, and uh, I, I think that's false, although my retirement it may be prompting discussions that you would not have heard in other places. <laughs> Pete, what did you put down? No on comment. No comment. <laughs> None. False. All righty. We are out of time. Thank you for being such terrific guests. She is 50% of Dana and Parks. Weekdays from 2 to 6 on 98.1 KMBZ, Dana Wright, and retiring star newsman Dave Helling, who we hope will continue to be an important presence on this show as he relieves himself, spares himself the like everyday deadlines <laughs> of the Kansas City star. Thank you, Dave. Uh, from the pages of the Kansas City Cold newspaper, Eric Wesson has been with us uh, six to ten weekdays at KCMO Talk Radio. Pete Mando, thank you for being part of this show, too. And I'm simply your host, Nick Haynes. From all of us here at Kansas City PBS, we wish you a festive season filled with whimsy, frivolity, and merriment. And not a lot of hosts will tell you that. And, of course, be well, keep calm, and carry on.